What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. Uh, I know that we had like a lot of new people this week, thanks to Podbean. Just want to let you guys know we normally release on Wednesday. So this week we talked about Terminator, Dark Fate, how many canons have been created for that. We also talked about the new Harry Potter film, which is crazy. Robert Downey Jr. maybe being in Black Widow. The Russo brothers possibly doing the new Fantastic Four movie, which would be incredible if oh, yeah. that's actually the truth. And Lady Sif making her way back into the MCU in Thor Love and, ha- Love and Hammer. Love and Thunder. <laughs> Love and Hammer like Love sounds and like Hammer, something yeah. I put under my armpits. <laughs> oh, that's Arm and Hammer. <laughs> coming, coming at you on Yellow Spandex. Uh, have anybody found those Ronin Warriors yet? That's right. Wouldn't it be funny if like someone just like sent us them and now I'm saying this? That would be so them. sweet. Well, would, you had the I one time. Totally not mind. I feel like we have access to everything. Yeah. And then there's one or two things we can't find. It's like, why can't I find that? I think it's because parents threw stuff away. Like, cause I yeah. had so much stuff, like even my comics. Yeah. Like I had a crap ton of comics and my parents threw them away. My mom, I think gave away most of my toys and all my video games to like, uh, like a church thrift store thing. Yep either for free or like on pennies and like the the Nintendo games alone I think was like a couple grand at least worth because it was like some rare games in there we took pretty good care of our stuff because I grew up in a Korean family so there's no way my mom would let me disrespect my expensive stuff yeah and (laughs) like it and they were in like the nice like little like fake leather Nintendo case you (laughs) know the official Nintendo case thing oh I forgot about those Yeah, there's a carrying case thing and uh, like so all those are gone and then which is funny because like I, I have a little box of them, some of the stuff that I kept because uh, when I got older and I had my own Christmas tree for my first apartment, I would decorate that with my old toys. It was the only thing I could think of like to keep That's you know, smart. useful. So I have some of that stuff in a box somewhere. You could literally just like put hangers on like action figures and hang oh, I them on. I, I didn't even do I just sat them on the branches. Oh, yeah. like- <laughs> now all I can picture is John Carl's Christmas tree is probably full of just f- figures oh really figurines there all over it it just makes sense to me because like, <laughs> um, i've never seen it actually but segueing to their next topic i'm seeing here that kind of make old video games with mortal kombat so uh josh found this article i've been reading this so we've been talking about for a while mortal kombat movies in production now yeah i think they've actually started rolling cameras mm. yeah, i don't know that's what I, from well, what i've heard that's the rumor but nobody knows like it's it's in australia and like i don't no, like I, th- I heard it wasn't going to start till like early next year, but yeah, um, be- mainly because we don't know the cast completely yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? A- actually, they've I'm got a-, a lot of people already cast for it. Yeah, they do. They do have a lot of people. Like I just showed the guys um, who's rumored to be Kung Lao. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he acts because it looks like he's mainly a stuntman, so that's a little iffy. But like he looks exactly like Kung Lao, mm-hmm. so good on that it I think could be amazing if they found like this dude and he's like actually a really good actor mm-hmm. along with these other people that seem to be okay actors yeah like it yeah, could be sick. something that amazing that comes together yeah and at the same time it could be just awful yes i'm i'm <laughs> so i'm kind of scared if it's true that they're actually rolling cameras now and we don't have the whole cast i'm scared it's going to be mortal kombat annihilation yeah because it means they started filming without the whole cast i don't know which if is, they've started filming yet which though. is i know they set up possible. down there but yeah, so uh, we mentioned this two podcasts ago, I think. If you're an actor and you don't, you either live in Australia or, well, I see, if you're an actor and a Mortal Kombat fan and you live in Australia or you have the ab- ability to just up and move, now's a good time because they're casting everybody. Yeah. Uh, for like extras and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard R. Get your yeah. movie on. Which, and they're going to have fatalities in the movie. That's sweet. I'm, which, I'm really happy about that. It's amazing not because of the violence value but it because that's such a core part of mortal kombat yeah because yeah. even now when i play mortal kombat 11 i don't like seeing like blood or anything like that specifically mm-hmm. but it's just like i don't know i like there's so many things about mortal kombat that's changed over the years the stories are retconned and everything and i get it like ethnicities of characters change way like crazy like all the time it's just different stories but like there's these few key elements like fatalities uh, like the photorealistic yeah. action, the backstory. Um, I think I read it last time or two times ago where it was like, it you know kind of encapsulates how like you throwing all your action figures together fighting is. Because mm-hmm. you know, like none of the characters make sense together. It's like an <laughs> army lady, a cop, yeah. like a Shaolin monk, a god, like an Aztec sun god thing. Like they're Only all just Raiden. together. But like the first Mortal Kombat movie was good at the time. It did really well. Like it still, it stands up not as a good movie, but it stands <laughs> up as what it was, you know, it was like the first of its kind. 
but it was weird to not have hard fatalities. Like there was a couple like sub zero for some reason, if you haven't seen this movie in 20 years, and I'm sorry to spoil it for you. Sub zero dies in the first one. Like when he gets sorry. like, yeah, he, he gets like impaled by like an icicle from a bucket of water, but it's not bloody. And it's not a fatality that was in the game. It's PG 13 circa 1995. Yeah. So like I get it. And it was what it needed to be. But it was just weird that we had like a cartoon series, several fan films and like mm-hmm. uh, oh, like a TV show. Not to mention your VHS that you yeah, bought. The God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dirty that? Begins and the movie that didn't have fatalities in it. So it was just a weird thing to leave out of the history of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's like if they did Mortal Kombat and they're like, you know, we're just not going to have like Liu Kang, Raiden and Katana. I'm like, what movie are you making right now? <laughs> also, if Katana's not in this movie. I'll understand, but I'll be very upset personally. Not he's like not maybe the they'll save her for the second movie. Oh, I God. just hope that like the, all the special effects are like dope. Like I up, hope it's not corny. Spec. Yeah, I hope there. It's but I hope it's well, like good teams. It, it, I hope it's not corny, but I definitely hope that they throw the camp in there because that's another sure. like that's another like um, it's gonna be in the writing. What's the word? Uh, uh, cornerstone of Mortal Kombat. You know, fatalities, campiness. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's where the writing comes into play. Yeah. You know, the, the kind of humor they need to have is Big Trouble in Little China because oh, there's so much yeah. of that movie that inspired Mortal Kombat. Well, it was you funny because like in Big Trouble in Little China, like everybody in the movie is taking it serious except mm-hmm. for Kurt Russell's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's goofy at the same yeah. time. Like, it's kind of like Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's like everybody's just like straight, you know, the str- like not like sexually straight, but like the straight man is the first <laughs> comedy, like straight man in the world and everything's ridiculous around them, you know? Yeah. What, what did they say? Like a good story either has like a sane person in an insane world or an insane person in the sane world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's kind of like Makes that, sense. but I don't know. Still excited about the movie. I feel like we're getting trickles of updates about this movie. So I don't, yeah. it's like, it's almost not worth talking about every week, but like, well, you know so it's much exciting. about it. And I like, I get, I see Rod get excited about it. So I'm like, let's let Rod go. For yeah, no, I'm while. super excited about it. Cause <laughs> it's it, it, like a cautious excitedness. Cause like, it could be good. It could be bad. Oh, it could go either way. Who knows? What's this here? This uh, Tim Miller. He did Deadpool. Oh yeah. And so he's directing the new Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, he is. And so uh, he. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that one of the Terminators in this movie? It was uh, Ghost Rider and Shield. Oh, th- oh, that is him. Isn't yeah. It? So uh, yeah. He was just talking, uh, and I think it was in a tweet. Robbie Reyes. Yeah, I think he was, he was talking, tweeting, or whatever it was. I've seen a lot of photos and press stuff with those two together. Yeah. Arnold and the new guy. Yeah. I mean, it looks good so far, uh, but he was saying that uh, Dark Fate, uh, he thinks that like the Terminator brand was kind of tainted for a while. I agree Do you with agree? that. Um, only because it's another one of those movies after T2 nothing really like rose to that occasion again. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the movies that well. I just know that like as a cult, like culturally, I don't remember anybody being as excited about Terminator stuff after T2. Yeah. After three came out and then four people always just say two is the best. Two is the best. Two is the best. And that's I all like I ever hear. They went from like, like 10% to like 120% within between one and two. And you know where can you go from there? I mean, if you look in the third oh, one, yeah. like it's not even like a T one thousand or whatever. It's like a half liquidy, metally looking one. I don't even know what the number is on it. The third one was awful though. And like the guy that played John Connor, I didn't like the the guy that played uh, his to be wife. Mm. And I mean, and they killed off Sarah Connor. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she died, but she left us all these guns. You know, <laughs> yeah. like at you know a funeral home. It went some crazy places too, with like the son of John Connor, and then like the mm-hmm. the time skips. It just gets real rough though, dealing with time travel in like Skynet, like a long like number of movies. Yeah, it's just so complicated. Like we you, wouldn't you have, have to- Skynet if it weren't for Predator or Predator or for uh, Terminator though. Ooh, yeah, that actually that's the last Terminator movie I saw. That that was the last one, right? Was the one where it was like all crazy, like Boy, social media redoing the Skynet. first one. Oh, is it? I don't know. So the last one we saw, or I saw at least, was where like your phone and like social media create Skynet. And that's the only thing I remember in that movie is like, oh, that's probably true. Eh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think the third one had Skynet. Well, no, they all had Skynet, but the, or one of the new ones. The new ones had, definitely, a, had yeah. a thing where they were like, they it's revealed all, where like cell phones and social media like eventually yeah, that, create Skynet. I'm like, oh, that must be the 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 last one. I think it was um, the, the most recent um, one before the start because Fate. it was like they kind of went back in time again to like 
uh, to redo things, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Salvation. Uh, what was the one after that? I don't know. I think Salvation was maybe the last one I remember. Here we go. Uh, Genesis. Genesis. There That's the go. one. So we got, we got them all up in here. Uh, I was excited for Salvation, and it just let me down. It's because just, it was pretty. It was so not Terminator. It was another just bland, it's chasing us movie, though. Yeah. Terminator 2 you, and Terminator 1, you kind of get a glimpse of the future, and you're like, sweet, it's going to be like all these giant robots and us going up and at them, and John Connor's going to be like, yeah, let's go get them, and they can destroy them all. Like, oh, great, this is what the war was supposed to be like. Right, no, salvation. It's yeah. not. It's boring. <laughs> it was. They're trying to bring weird. in, like, you know, the idea of having half human, half Terminators, which apparently is being coming, played again in the new back, movie. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, guy who played Robbie Reyes in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in the trailers for. Uh, Dark Fate. He looks killer. Yeah, like, he looks good. Like when the when that beam goes next to his head and he just grabs it and like morphs into it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, but it is kind of funny. It, it the trailer plays out kind of like Terminator's retirement years. Yeah, and these two new guys, <laughs> which I think term, uh, Arnold's the only thing that kind of continues in these movies. Like he's been yeah. in all of them. Like. To an extent, at least. In Salvation, he had kind of like just a little bit of a, a cameo as like one of the T1 or T, T800s or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And it wasn't even that big of a deal. It wasn't. It, this guy would have no source material to go off of Robbie Ray as the new Terminator if it weren't for the T1000, though. Because, like, even in the trailer, you see that, like, with the draw down, the eyes like up, like look down, determination yeah. look like that was T T one thousand to a T, and he was very like silent. And when he when he when he run, there was no emotion. You know, it was just the yeah. same face. Like I see a lot of T one thousand in this new movie. And what Josh was saying about Arnold being in all the movies and stuff, like I think it's pretty safe to say that like everyone associates Terminator with Arnold. And like I think you know, centuries from now, like when people forgotten most of history, like if they remember Arnold, like they'll probably remember him from Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he has a lot of great characters, but I feel like that's the one they're gonna be like, Oh, yeah. he was the Terminator. That was the hugest blockbuster. Well, I was reading an article, uh, about the reason we don't like the Terminators after the second movie is mm -hmm. because the first and second movie are essentially horror movies. Mm -hmm. They're essentially like this thing is coming after you. You don't know where it's at. You don't know who it is. Mm -hmm. And the other ones are just action movies. I get you. That makes sense. So I'll I think, I don't, was, I don't think 3, Rise of the Sheep, was that R? I think that was probably PG-13. It's just, there. like I said again, the time travel like is really tiresome to keep track of. Yeah. And there's going to be mistakes in it. I think it, yeah, I think it definitely goes over the top of itself because in the third one, it's like, oh, we can't Wait, stop the future from happening. Was there really that much time between T2 and T3? Holy crap. I was actually, I don't remember T3. What happened in that? Oh, I don't gosh. remember what happened in um, any of them anymore. Basically... It's coming basically in T three. The robots came back from the future and started uh, Judgment Day. Oh, so with the chick, I think it has Claire Danes in it as his like to be wife, and it, it had the guy that played John Connor in it is just not like what you would think John Connor would be. I remember this now. Yeah, Nick Stahl played John yeah. Connor. He was on that motorcycle thing. Yeah, but then it was uh, a T ten. Or TX was the, was the Terminator in that yeah. one. It was a female. It was Christiana. Was she in anything else after Loken. this? I have no idea. But uh, yeah, Claire Danes was in that. Mm -hmm. Who else? They had a couple of cool action scenes, but besides that, it's super forgettable. I forgot. Yeah, I, no, I literally just did forget about the that end one. of the movie. Basically, spoilers for anybody who's probably not going to watch it because it's awful. Um, is them being like, "Oh no!" I think her dad was like part of like some a U.S. Army, and uh, they were working on Skynet, probably from the old Terminator movie. They still had the arm or whatever, so they were working on Skynet because there was some bug going around in the internet. And they're like, open up Skynet to the internet, and it'll kill it. And it was like, okay. And they open it up, and obviously it takes over the world, <laughs> launches all the nukes, and the, the dad's like dying because, you know, all these you know robots and stuff that the military has are coming to life via Skynet. And... Uh, the dad's like, get to this area to stop it or whatever. And they, they get there and they realize it's not an area to stop it. It's an area that's a bunker uh, because it, the nukes are coming. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's it's just not a very good movie. The acting was very <laughs> subpar, too. I don't but, even think it was uh, it was like T8000s in, in Salvation because it was the old old history. 800s, yeah. They 800s, were, I mean, uh, yeah. 
I don't even think there was yet. Yeah, I think it was more like drones and stuff going on and like ships and yeah. things like that. I remember it was weird. I'm trying to remember. Oh, little little bit of a tie-in from what we were talking about before. So most some people know, but in case you don't, the next DLC for Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be the T800 uh, oh, yeah. Terminator. Uh, it's going to be Arnold's face. But the little bit of news that I'd love to see people's comments about is it's not going to be Arnold's voice. Mm. It's going to huh. be a voice actor impersonating Arnold, even though it's Arnold's face. So, say what you think about that. I don't know how I feel about that yet. At first, he, I was like, I would trust that. Except they also thought uh, Ronda Rousey would be a good Sonya Blade. <laughs> so, so in uh, Terminator Genesis, it was the T five thousand. I'm I'm oh, finding it? out here. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Genesis. Uh, I don't even know what happened in that movie, other than like they're screwing with time again. They're going back to the same spot that they came in the first time. The yeah. the, the spoiler for that one is at the end of the movie, you find out that their phones and their like social media system it, somehow in the time loop had like retroactively like created Skydance stuff. And it was like, oh, like I think that's the last shot of the movie. And you're like, oh, okay. So it kind of ends like T3 where they're like, oh, you can't stop it. So I'm guessing so. like Dark Fate is T8000. I, I haven't been able to see it here, but he's like kind of T1000 and T800 at the same time. Like, because you could see like the metal come off him at one point in time, but he still has like a body. But he yeah. has like the th- 1000's ability to, yeah, turn into liquid, but the yeah. 800 oh, is the same model 101. I don't even consider three canon now that I think about it. Was it three that actually, I think the producers or something said that like it had been like erased from canon? I would I believe so. Know. You'd have to erase uh, the third one from canon because she's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she's back. So I think unless was, there's some I think funky multiverse crap going on. That- I typed in which Terminator and it auto-filled as movies or canon. That's funny. Ooh, you want to read some fanfic? <laughs> so it says that James Cameron has blessed T3, but considers it an alternate future. Huh. Yeah. How's it an alternate future? It's got to be an alternate past. I don't know. James, I don't really care. Because isn't that the one that uh, the Sarah Connor's mom or Sarah Connor Chronicles? Or no, no, not Sarah Connor. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, does he bless that? Because I can't. I remember that came out during the same time of the writers' strike. You remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so it was the only thing I think that had enough writing on it that it can continue. (laughs) And so it got really a, a bump in the. A bump in the viewership because everything else had closed down. You remember that writer yeah. strike in 2005, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, we know some actor friends that lost okay. their jobs. So Dang. on the fandom websites, uh, everybody seems to agree on this. They said, so there's four uh, eras of Terminator and they all have different canons. So the very first canon mm-hmm. was one, two, three and salvation. Okay. Then the, th- the second timeline is one, two and Genesis. Yeah. Then the third timeline is one, two, and Sarah Connor Chronicles, Ooh. and the current timeline is the fourth one is one, two, and Dark Fate. So they just keep redoing the third one. Yeah, they keep giving. <laughs> they, they really do. They're like, man, that third one sucked. Let's just redo it. That's oh, great. we didn't get so, it right this time because that Genesis one looked like it was going to be huge. So like says, there's tons of action in it. They so yeah. basically now three Salvation Genesis um, and Sarah Connor Chronicles aren't canon. I thought wasn't Cameron doing this new one? Probably. I thought Cameron was doing this new one. Cameron and Tim Miller. That just seems like an oxymoron. Well, yeah. James Cameron's probably producing. Maybe uh, it's just the, the them on the same the same bill. This is funny to me. <laughs> this commenter is like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in regards to making a movie. What? Just doing alternate canons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree to that. Writer James where do you, Cameron. Where do you Fox? I guess he wrote it. Okay. Okay. And then Tim's directing it. Yeah. Whatever. It could be good. Is this the same Tim Miller that's in Silicon Valley? He did Deadpool. I don't think that's the same Tim Miller, but it could be. Because that's hilarious to me. Uh, hold on. Did I write Tom? I can't even see what I'm writing. <laughs> Tim Miller, Silicon Valley. You're talking about TJ Miller? TJ Miller. Miller? Yeah, he's, also, he's also in Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I thought when Tim you Miller? guys were saying Tim Miller, I thought it was this guy. Yeah, no, not the same guy. Because that's ultimately. I heard a rumor. Once heard. again, this might just be like dumb comic book websites rumors, but I think it'd be funny if they did this, that Disney for the MCU is just going to like, instead of necessarily rushing to do a Deadpool movie, there's like insert Deadpool into like new MCU <laughs> movies, yeah, which would be hilarious. He'd be like the stitch from Lilo and stitch. Yeah. Uh, like remember when the initial promos of Lilo and stitch came out, it was just stitch and like beauty and the beast and lion King. And yes. stuff. That'd be hilarious. If that was Deadpool. It's like randomly, he just goes and like fills a plot hole. <laughs> that would be funny. Really I funny. doubt that Disney will use him. Like, I really think that it's, they're going to forget about him for a while because he's so rated R. And you can't do him PG-13. It just wouldn't mm-hmm. work anymore. 
But it made so much money. Yeah. And not, Disney likes money. Yeah. Yeah, but Disney doesn't like not being kid friendly. So. So barf. Yep. Uh, let's jump to the new Harry Potter film with all the original cast no. that was I alive. I saw a headline no for way. this, but yeah. I don't know enough about Harry Potter to know if that's cool or not. That's super cool. Uh, it comes from the uh, musical. Or not musical. Gosh. <laughs> it was... Uh, oh, the stage show. Stage show. Stage show. And it's going to have everybody older. You know, it's going to be great, I think. Dope. So this is really interesting because full disclosure, I've only seen the first two Harry Potter movies and yeah. the second of the last one. <laughs> Which was um, the worst of all of them. Um, I meant to see the other ones. I, I bought the Blu-ray box set. Life happened, never watched it, and then I ended up selling it. Uh, Cursed Child, the only thing I know about it is apparently the story is like terrible. I've never really? seen it. And so there's a video essayist I watched named uh, Austin McConnell. He has a bunch of good video essays, but he had one about the Cursed Child and like how to fix the story. Yeah. And he fixed it. And I don't know the original story, but the story he proposed sounds amazing. Like he talks about like him and Ginny like kind of having like an outs and then the, there being a couple of like affairs happening between the characters because they're way older. Yeah. And stuff, and it creating this kind of complex weave. It's not too convoluted. It's just like it's not like full soap opera. It's just like things that kind of happen sometimes with like close knit friend groups of adults and stuff. Yeah. And then, but that weaving into together, I was like, that story does sound amazing. I wonder. And the things he pointed out as problems, without knowing the original stories, like those do seem like problems. Um, apparently, there's an acting troupe in Burbank or somewhere in L.A. that asked his permission to do that script, huh. and he forgot about it, and they've made it a successful show here. Yeah, <laughs> and then they invited him out, and he came to LA and watched it. And they made an alternate stage show just for that—the fixed cursed. Well, he, they still do it, I guess. Like <laughs> it's like the fixed version of the cursed child or whatever. Yeah, and it's it's a wild idea. So I wonder with the popularity that's gotten, if they're going to insert some of the not maybe probably not all, but like some of those story fixes. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. And also, if they did, does Austin McConnell get a cut of this new Harry Potter movie? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because it's like, does Rowling get anything? That I'm sure yes, she has to get something. She definitely because well, she has she, she owns the character. IP. Yeah, but you, you, there was a movie that was made from a book. Anyway, this movie came out, and I, I, I think if I remember correctly, don't get sorry, get me wrong, but um, if I remember correctly, she uh, signed a contract, and she got nothing Ooh. from that movie. And the whatever the contract was or whatever it was, I'm sure that Rowling probably got a lot more from what the, her thing was, but they, mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, you, how much money they have made off of Harry Potter merchandise in general. She, I think she still gets yeah. stuff. She has to. But I, I mean, just, like, she doesn't write this new one. Yeah, but isn't she cons but just having the character's IP and characters stuff, she has to have something, right? Yeah, you'd also, think, but maybe you never know, though. Like, maybe you yeah. might have sold it off to Warner Brothers and just made a lot of money for anything that's in a movie, you know? Yeah. I don't know what her contract is. Yeah, me neither. But, like, I'm wondering, like, what, what was involved with, with her in this one. Then. Although, she's getting, like, a little, like, more nutso, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if people are, like, trying to distance herself. Because I'm, I'm, it's funny because you're torn because you're all for the messages she's sending. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she had mentioned like certain characters are gay and all this stuff. Yeah. So those messages are great messages. It's super weird to do them retroactively. Exactly. Um, there's, there's some kid on YouTube that was, that was made it like that where she, she like comes in the room like, guess what? This person's gay. And he's like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever that. And like, I, well, why are you doing it now? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, just, I mean... You know, maybe I don't know her, but like maybe there's something she wanted to put in, but then it was like at the time it's not socially acceptable. I don't know because you know there's that whole thing about switch in the Matrix, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be transgendered, and it's there, but like they don't really point it out and stuff. Maybe, but like I also haven't read the Harry Potter books, so I don't know. But like it is kind of super weird to like put on Twitter instead of like in your book. Yeah, but I don't know. Like so, I think that's the thing is like you know he had a right intention, just like brought it up a little late. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember who did this video though. Like like they had like. I think they're playing both parts. They're playing like the part of J.K. Rowling. Yeah, the, yeah. The it's guy. Like a vine or something. Yeah, it's a vine or whatever. And at the end of it, it's like, I think you're just trying to get attention. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. I mean, it makes like, like, sense to me. Because like, there's no new news. She hasn't done, like, I think she did another book, but it did not catch on. Because like, all the Harry Fantastic Beast stuff hasn't done as well as the yeah, Harry Potter movies. That too. Right? Yeah, those movies were good. I watched both, both of them. Was the second one good? Yeah. I liked it. I like how I uh, was at uh, Double Doors, only like twenty years difference yeah. from like was it Jude Law that played him? Yeah, who did? Oh, I don't, <laughs> and yep. it's like what happened to him? You know, he's all this old man with this giant old beard, and like twenty years. I am sexy Jude Law. Smoke <laughs> cigarettes, I guess. It's <laughs> the same. It's the same logic that the X Men like movies have, exactly. with, like Patrick it's, Stewart and uh, yeah. what's his face. Uh, <laughs> 
James McAvoy. McAvoy. It's like what? Like what happened? So for forty him? years, James McAvoy was Professor Xavier, and then in five years, he turns into Patrick Stewart. Like what happened? So when I think was, it was he supposed to be the Magneto one was worse. Yeah, <laughs> no, Magneto. Like Magneto's uh, Eric. Uh, what's his face? Oh uh, no, Eric's his name and thing. Uh, 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 Fastbender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Fastbender. Michael yeah. Fastbender. In like the the horrible Dark Phoenix movie, it's supposed to be like seventy something. Yeah. I don't know something. It is like, I mean, whatever he's smoking, like this he's got a good just, doctor. Yeah, let's just uh, keep that going. And I understand he's you know he's got superpowers and all that stuff. Mm. He's Jewish, but you show Ian McKellen. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember Ian. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Ian, Ian McKellen, and you're like, yeah, something happened there. Like, what? <laughs> something. Oh, I had a bad bout. Also cigarettes. No, no. Exhaust. But cig- see, to me, cigarettes. Twenty five percent of the problem I have with like the Fox X Men movies, besides like all the little things we didn't pick about, is that if they just would not have claimed to have them connected. Yeah. <laughs> would have like solved so much if they were like the whole first class thing all that stuff is like separate yeah. from the first three movies I'm like it's cool. it's like comic books yeah. it's like Mortal Kombat or whatever it's, it's like issues. all this stuff there's just different shit happening everywhere Not but the fact that they're like James McAvoy mm-hmm. and Michael Fassbender are going to turn into Patrick Stewart and Ian McCallum like that was believable five years ago but yeah. now that you've had movies come out and, and they happen in decades and you're giving us like the next five years for them to turn into these elderly people. Yeah. You just, I just want to scream, just stop. And then like the, we've talked about this before, but like the number of Moira McTaggart's and stuff, it's like, just name oh, yeah. her Sue. I don't care. Like she doesn't well, have to be her. Moira yeah. is crazy in the comics now too, because apparently now she has, uh, she has uh, mutant powers that were kind of like, you didn't really realize okay. and her mutant power is she resets the universe when she dies. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal: like she resets the universe when she dies, every single time. And but it, what, but what, she what? could. She dies more than once. Mm. Yeah, because so she's like Neo. Future. So she's like a phoenix. I don't know. Well, but she dies. No, and she's like Neo. Her, her death resets the timeline. So like yes, it'll go back to. Well, the, you said again and again. She'll and replay again, it over, which means that she, she would keeps have to, dying. Yeah, yeah. Which However, is what Neo, Neo does. If if she the one always dies. If she dies before she and then gets she's her alive powers, again. which because you know you don't get your powers until you're like oh like puberty yeah, or something. puberty or whatever, then she would die forever. Okay, which is just it's it's weird. It, I, the X Men, like I love the X Men, but oh my gosh, that's, some of the things they sometimes do, you're just like, what? Uh, there's some weird things. That's a crazy power. Come though. back. Here's my thing: like once you have like set people in a universe uh, that aren't like the superheroes, you you know see yourself as that person that's not the superhero. And mm-hmm. you can judge, you know, the storyline because of that. But now they just keep making people like, oh, this person's secretly a superhero and this person this or that. Like the Aunt May thing. Like like she was a secret agent or something. You're <laughs> like, her, her why? Her secret is that she's secretly uh, uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, exactly. oh, hey, look, a ladybug. It's good luck. Aww. Right. Only, only if you're Asian, I guess. <laughs> my hate, my wife hates them. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, the... Uh, I, I I understand what you're saying. I don't know how I feel about because like at first the first I forget the first time I saw that happen mm-hmm. where like a human like surprisingly was now it's like kind of a trope. Well, it was like in that uh, what is the TV show we used to watch? Heroes. Heroes. So we're like, hey, everybody's got superpowers now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, basically lame. everybody. Yeah. Um, I I I would welcome the idea in not the X Men but in some comic book. Like I've started reading Aftershocks comics because of a friend Ruth Ann. Yeah, they've got some really interesting stories. But for these new comics that are coming up. Uh, it'd be cool to like gradually reveal that like, well, everyone does have powers, just not all of them are remarkable. Mm. Like maybe I have a superpower, but it's just that like I don't burp on Tuesdays. I don't know, you know, like you that'd be funny. I my, can my only make iced tea. Are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just salivate like a lot, a lot. Or like, wasn't it Sky High? X Men like, has stuff like that. Yeah, it wasn't it Sky High? Like I can be invisible only when people aren't looking. Yeah, no, I wasn't Sky High. That was Mer- uh, Mystery Men. Oh no, Sky High was I can glow. Yeah, only when people aren't glow, looking. Yeah. No, people oh. look like he just glows, but out of his stomach. So he pulls his shirt up. Mm. It's like turns the light on, and like when they're down the hallway or something, they need. Oh my it. gosh, <laughs> I don't think I remember awful, that. Sky High was that was yeah, that the like, one where it's like the the parents Kurt Russell? Yeah, yeah. was not a Disney movie. It, yeah, I think I, it was. It's, it's either Disney movie or something very like it. Yeah, yeah. I actually really like that movie. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's it has fun. the girl that plays uh, Killer Frost. Oh yeah, it, uh, I can't uh, remember her name. Another retro pick. Yeah, Sky High. Love yeah, it. Not a big fan. What is this? Yeah, this. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is reportedly in Black Widow. Now, I saw that too. I saw I was, this as well. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Rod and I earlier had a little bit of discussion about 
you know, there's just being these crappy like rumor sites out here. Mm-hmm. And so like when I saw this around, I was like, it's better. Like I'm not clicking on this. I'm not even reading this crap until I see it from a reputable source because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to get my hopes up for Robert Downey Jr. to not although, be in this next. Although I'm movie. not going to call out whose website this is, but this is considered one of the more reputable, but yeah, they make a lot of mistakes. Um, one of I don't want to shout. I don't want to like call out one of my other friends. One of my other friends that's like really into comic book stuff hates this website because he was almost bought out by them. Oh, really? And he, uh, you probably know this person, but he he looked into it and he was like, I can't. There's too many like grammatical errors. They don't cite <laughs> any sources. Like, and he knows the people behind it, and he was like, they're all scum. Mm, wow. Um, but I, I do I do read a lot of these articles mm. you know, saying that. But it's like, huh, that's a little interesting insight. CBR news and also uh, superhero hype and a bunch mm-hmm. of other ones that like I feel like at least they at least cite some people or cite where this is coming from. And it's not like mm-hmm. some of them like cite each other. I feel like they're all like, they're either <laughs> like one person making four different like websites. Like but then they're like, Hey, the one guy said in his one podcast that maybe they're going to do this. And so, so then they make like a, a little peek into the sausage factory. Yeah. I don't know about the ones you specifically said, but there's a bunch that are all different websites that people don't know are all run by the same team. That's what I figure. So uh, sometimes it's just one writer rewording something that the person in the desk next to them are, are mm-hmm, writing and right. stuff. And that's part of the reason, like, our one friend was like, no, I'm not going to work with them because that sucks. Yeah. Are um, you sure it wasn't Cosmic Book News that no, the no, guy it was? was it was definitely this. Def- okay. Specifically because his friend posts this stuff and corrects them all the time. Okay. Because <laughs> I know that I do not like Cosmic Book News. I mean, then also that I think We Got This Covered was another one I don't like. I just don't, I don't think that their rumors, the one, the rumors that I've seen are very, you know, trustworthy. I mean, la- mm-hmm. one of the last rumors that I actually clicked on was like, you know that uh, Tony Stark, you know uh, Robert Downey Jr. might be in Spider-Man: Far From Home, and he might be, and <laughs> he's probably going to be the voice of Edith. Oh, you know, basically, I, I don't think they said yeah. Edith in the thing, but they said like it's going to be the voice, voice of the glasses. Of the I guess it was just like, well, that idea could work, but, but I guess technically his face was over. <laughs> like, who's going to make? I mean, like, what was, it? It was even just, death? I even dead. I'm still the hero. Yeah. Or even death. I'm the hero. Or even dead. I'm the hero. Yeah. yeah. This is funny. There's a little ad for. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Yeah. Our, our friend Granny Potty Mouth is in that um, oh, commercial. Geez. Oh, I see. Um, That's funny. I mentioned this on another podcast. We love Granny, so I'm not like yelling at her or anything like that. But she vocally has been against violent video games. Mm-hmm. As I was like, oh, you loosened up? Because she texted us the commercial when they finished it before they released it. I was like, oh, that's very that's like really cool because she's very prominent. She got the punchline in the commercial. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, it's cool. So you, I guess you loosened up your policy on violent video games. She's like, I don't even know what this game's about. And I was like, don't don't play it then. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're holding a bazooka in the commercial, but you know, don't play it. <laughs> I don't oh, get. I don't get her for that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just right. She probably genuinely doesn't know. Yeah. And stuff. But like, I was like, don't play it then. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see what you're sporting in this one. I know. Well, it's like, I guess it's kind of uh, what do you call that uh, when you uh, contradict yourself? Well, I don't even think it's like a hypocritical. Like I don't even think it's like a conscious contradiction i just think she was like oh it's she's an actress is what she thought it was a gig. so yeah. it's like a, a thing she's and, like i got paid who and, cares? and genuinely she you know her first line is like i love cute kittens and so that's like the, mm. the that's thing the but it was just kind right? of ironic of like oh wow like you really don't know what this game's about do you well I mean, to be honest like my daughter uh maybe not recently but she did go out for a lot of stuff last year mm-hmm. and like they didn't have the time they didn't tell you squat vince and i we don't act but every once in a while like friends have us and stuff or like our manager like kind of covertly like cast us for things and stuff and i feel like we get it easy because a lot of times we're like no we're not going to be on camera and stuff but like the things that we get asked to do or like potentially get asked to do and stuff i'm like i couldn't be an actor like actors like a very like special breed of people that can do things that normal people can't do Mm. and are open to ideas like people have to that's why we have all these movies and stuff like chloe bennett probably couldn't picture that she would become this character at the beginning of shield she just trusted the process you know like i wouldn't have had that faith to begin like this is a what good day sir you're like (laughs) sometimes they didn't they didn't know a lot of the characters didn't know when they were like this is their your last goodbye kind of deal yeah yeah shows so like i'm out of a job next week (laughs) yeah i mean super dope well it's like in the um the new Taika Waititi movie. Yeah. Like he's in the movie mm-hmm. too. And he plays Hitler. Oh, and yeah. I don't know for a fact how that worked, but I'm pretty sure he was like, you know what? I literally can't ask anybody else to play. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And also he's pretty funny as the role. He's really like, funny. I wanted to see that. Um, gosh, was it black Klansman? 
Oh, was me too. Movie? I didn't get to see that. Uh, to where uh, the guy that, that was in the 70s show plays like whatever the, the KKK yeah, yeah, yeah. head was at the time. I don't even remember his name. Oh, yeah, like the head dragon. Yeah, whatever that guy was. And so like, he, he plays him or whatever. So it looks really, really funny, though. Like, mm. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, like a great movie. Oh, yeah. it's kind of like in um, American History X. Oh, like Edward Norton, like fantastic. Mm-hmm. But man, the kind of like you have to be like such a committed and like focused actor and trust your team to have a swastika like fake tattooed on your chest yep. yeah. and to portray that character like every like, but it was such a great movie with like a, a great message and everything. Mm. Well, kind of great warning <laughs> maybe is a better yeah, than a message like a warning. Yeah. Um, but like, man, like I, I just, I couldn't be like if, if I was a, well, I'm not an actor because that's the reason, but mm-hmm. like if I showed up somewhere and they're like, okay, so we're just going to paint this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, <laughs> what, what were we doing? Here? What were we doing? Well, that was way back when, though. I mean, that was in the early '90s, I think. But even that, then, I was like, even yeah, in high school, have, I would let like oh. maybe it's just me. I don't know. Like, people, like even if, if someone, jo- I think someone jokes like, you know, they'll draw like like dick on your face or something like that. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, that's funny, whatever. But then they start doing something like that. I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> nope, not that. Yeah, not that. Like, <laughs> stop that. Stop that. Yeah, my wife. That's one of the movies. Like, we were actually going through our VHS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just because we actually still watch the VHS sometimes because yeah. we just, you know, the kids don't care. Kids don't care about TV quality. Mm-hmm. FYI, people, yeah. it'll be cheaper to find all the Disney movies at your local Goodwill. Yeah. Um, so that's true. Those clamshells. Exactly. They're like a dollar. <laughs> and so um, my wife was like, oh, we're getting rid of this movie. I'm like, why? She's like, it is so awful and it gives me nightmares. And I'm like, <laughs> I, legit. I understand that yeah. because it is so brutal in the movie and it is violent yeah. and it's scary and there's sex and stuff that she doesn't want the girls to pop it in and be like, oh my gosh, that guy just kicked the guy's face in on the, the curb. curb. That you might know? that might be the one you put like on another shelf until like they're a teenager <laughs> or something, but yeah, it's a rough watch. It is a little bit of rough, but it's such a good movie. Yeah. Like, it is so good. I can't remember how we got on that. I don't know either. <laughs> But I do hope that Robert Downey Jr. is in Black Widow. And I, to be honest, I hope he comes back. I hope we get one more Avengers movie out of it. With We have Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Even though I know mm-hmm. that they kind of said goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I know I, got, I have an article down here with the Russos that never, they didn't say they were going to say goodbye forever. And, yeah. and uh, they were talking about what they would be interested in doing in the future. I hope that like, you know, RDJ and Chris Evans or whatever, like kind of give it a little bit of time. And then maybe they could have a cameo in the future Avengers movie or something. Or they already shot it. Oh, yeah, in the past? (laughs) Well, it's funny. I think it was Kevin Feige on one of my DVD, not DVD. I bought on Apple movies, but whatever that is, Mm -hmm. the extra features. uh, I think it was Kevin Feige talked about like the Marvel process, the MCU process and stuff. And like, we think like they have this grand plan from the beginning of Iron Man 1. (laughs) No. But Feige has like a general roadmap. And then as writers come in, he's like, these are the hit things you need to hit. Yeah. And then everything kind of like improvises from there. And so like, even though we're talking now, like, oh, he might be in the next thing. Yeah. The studio themselves might not even know yet. And then like, they're like, well, we'll see in like, what, three years, four years, whatever, like time frame or a year or whatever. Yeah, I think it comes like, out next year. Well, no, I mean like an Avengers movie or something. Oh, okay. they, they, they might not even have it in the works yet, but like three years from now, they're like, you know, it's a good time to bring back the Avengers. See what Robert's up to. Yeah, you know, then then they write it or something. I don't know, like, or they have something. From what movies are coming out right now, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be an Avengers for a while. I gotta say, like, I'm not upset about it. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset if there was an Avengers movie, but I'm ready to see. After Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, I'm ready to be surprised twenty more times like that. Yeah, because I definitely want to see another Guardians and what was uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, no, that's what I mean about Guardians. Like before Guardians, yeah, I went into it with the trust. I was like, okay, I really really love the Avengers before, but now mm. I love them. I don't know who the Guardians are. Yeah. And I went in. This to this day is my favorite Marvel uh, yeah, MCU movie. And stuff, just because of how fun. Not because it was the best one, but it was just so much fun for yeah. me. It's great. And I was like, I went in. It was the first time I felt in my adult life like I felt when I first discovered the X-Men when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, I love all these characters, even though they're terrible people. Yeah. That's like <laughs> the, big, the most degenerate team I've ever seen, but I love I feel them like so my friends. Much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the Guardians. I, it kind of sucks that like uh, we didn't ever get to see Adam Warlock yet. Yeah. And then at the same time, Yondu's dead, which is like, you know, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like the cast. But like, now he's going to be a Suicide and, Squad. Exactly. <laughs> so it's weird. James Gunn's just like taking. He just takes people he likes. That's what he kind of does with Nathan him Fillion. Like, he's in Abrams? Suicide Squad too. Yeah. But isn't. Uh, James Gunn and J.J. Abrams taking over the DCEU. I don't know about that. Okay. I, that was another rumor thing I saw yeah. a headline of. But. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't think the DCEU is going to... I don't know if they're going to 
do anything else just, with it. It's just such a huge cast they announced for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I like feel like ridiculous. they're kind of milking what they got left. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we're gonna do some Aquaman. Oh, here's some Wonder Woman. This got well, some more milk in it. <laughs> like, you know, uh, to see what they're gonna do because they're not doing any more Justice League. James Gunn posted in something or an interview or something that Guardians Three will be the last one. Yeah, it's the does. last one that he does. So, but that could also change. You know, yeah, money yeah. changes things. But it'd be funny if, like, well, after <laughs> Guardians Three, it'll be. Guardians 4, the Asgardians of the Galaxy from then on. <laughs> I well, figured that would, That'd be so funny. They had said something about Thor being a part of it, uh, mm-hmm. at least a little bit a part of a. Uh, well, that's what Guardians they left 3. off with Endgame. Yeah, it makes so. sense, but who knows? Uh, did you see this clip with uh, Nick Fury from yeah. the original? Isn't that crazy? That was awesome. The, the deleted scene from the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. Where he talks about Spider Man and the X Men. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, at the end of the. Uh, where, where, did Iron it come, Man? where did it come from? I don't though? know. Because it looks like it's from a DVD, but I don't know what DVD is from. Hmm. I guess they just released it, like randomly. Yeah. Which kind of crazy. Like, it freaks me out because that means there's stuff we just don't see. Yeah. Like, totally. I figured, like, when you see Endgame or whatever and they give out all the stuff, you're like, well. That must be, all be the stuff that they've done. Mm-hmm. You know, that must be it. Because if not, they'd be milking that so, too. Vince, remember at the end of Iron Man 1, the after credits, where Nick Fury's like, I'm starting the Avenger Initiative, and he takes it in? This is the alternate version of that. Yeah. Oh. When they were playing, I guess they had a possibility of bringing the X-Men in. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they even had the possibility back then. It does, it does, I don't think they did, but maybe they were thinking it was just like, Marvel. It wasn't even Disney Marvel. Maybe they were filming it and thinking they would negotiate something or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously they didn't end up using it, but like yeah. this was so crazy to see because this is like the first Nick Fury appearance. Maybe it was oh. vague enough yeah. that like they could have gotten That's away true. with it, but here we go. <laughs> That's crazy. I have no idea where that came from. Assorted memes. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the clip I saw had Kevin Feige introducing it. Oh, weird. And he said like, some stuff we end up not using, but here on this disc, you'll get to see this for the first time. It's like, what disc was this on? <laughs> Where is this from? Yeah, that's man. crazy, dude. It's I feel crazy. like I've seen all the special features in every MCU movie, and I have, I've never seen that. No, I've never seen it either. Well, that's really cool, and I, and I hope that's like comes to fruition in the future. I'd um, love to see mutants back in the MCU. Oh, I mean, it's definitely happening. You could definitely yeah. tell he's like aged, though. Like, I didn't think that Samuel Jackson ages, but you can tell now. <laughs> so I watched special features on Captain Marvel, yeah, and they showed the de aging process, yeah, and uh, it was kind of brutal. Like, it's it's if you're an actor that has to be de aged, like you have tough skin, Ooh. literally, because they're like, so we're just bringing up like all the places that his chin is sagged and stuff, and then they show it on the camera, I'm like, oh. Such <laughs> <laughs> hurts the ego. Oh, Gravity, because I guess they didn't put any like makeup on them to like mark anything. They just yeah. had all the actors do everything, and then every the animators went in and, like hand animated everyone's faces oh, wow. to de-age them. I was like that. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like Photoshop for every freaking frame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be insane. But the Russo, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of the Avengers, I, Vince hadn't seen it, but have you seen that uh, homecoming dance those high school kids did of the Avengers? No. <sighs> Okay, it's too long to watch here. It's like eight minutes. Wow. Uh, if you're at home, look up Avengers Homecoming Dance. It, it's like a dance troupe for like uh, like a pep squad or something. They all dress up in all the Marvel characters and they reenact. They recap Infinity War and Endgame the entirety. And it's phenomenal. I got emotional watching it. Wow. <laughs> and the dance troupe is pretty good. I don't, I'm not a dance instructor, so I don't know how good they are. Mm. They seem great to me. There's a couple times it was like, that was a high school group, you know, but like, man, they got the costumes. It also made me realize like, I, you can tell why the Marvel characters are so successful because even from a distance at like bad cosplay, you could I could tell every single because the cameras <laughs> in the back row of like the bleachers yeah. looking down. I'm like, that's Doctor Strange, that's Thanos, that's Captain Marvel. Like mm-hmm. I could, you could see it, which is another reason we want the yellow spandex. You can see yep. the different colors. But you can just see them out there. And uh, Scott Nice Wonder from NerdSync points this out in the, his videos about the art of comic books and stuff. Mm-hmm. The point of the bright colors is to differentiate the characters on the page. Yeah. And so even from like back behind, you see all that stuff. They even had all the uh, CGI monsters and then Endgame, you know, and stuff yeah. as a bunch of just like gray suits, like people in gray Whoa. body suits coming out. Oh, that's like Just so they, they end up being this like gray mass and then all these colorful characters split off. The choreography, whoever choreographed that, it's crazy. Because I gotta look this up. As I'm watching the fight, like I'm, there's people dancing, but there's literally 25 different dances happening all around the floor because they're showing the battles. And the characters are dying in the order they died in the movies and stuff. Like Thanos is on the corner, like just taking people mm-hmm. and stuff. And then they have all the portholes, like as the entrance points for the stuff. But it's just like in a high school gym and everybody's like freaking <laughs> out. And it's amazing. They have like the Avengers theme and different music from the Avengers movies mixed in with like pop music and stuff. But it's like, 
high school dance team pep squad stuff. But I, I also don't know like what school has that gigantic of a dance team. <laughs> there had to have been at least like 50 or more people on that floor. Jesus. Like yeah. it's nuts. Actually, I mean, if you want, it's worth like at least like watching the beginning and like well, I was going to I was going to say um, I heard that through this new WandaVision show uh-huh. that you might see Scarlet uh, Witch in her like Scarlet oh, full Witch costume, full costume, which is kind of like dope. Be cool. I mean, it can be pretty scandalous looking for some oh, yeah, of that yeah, some yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My daughter Naomi was like, I want to be Scarlet Witch, like way back. I think she was in first grade. Oh, really? She wanted to be Scarlet Witch. And we're like, okay. And so we looked back at like OG, yeah, like, yeah. you know, comics. I was like, okay, cool. She kind of has like on like tights, uh, tights and stuff underneath. Yeah. Like and so we made that and it looked amazing. Like oh, I yeah, still yeah. love that picture. So but cool. uh yeah, yeah, nowadays, gosh, Actually, it looks like a swimsuit. I guess we could watch it and then like instead of people just like hearing us breathe for a while you could just cut it out right yeah you can just and cut it can out comment on. Look at this is quick. so amazing i can't wait for you guys to see this that's the video because that's is. the original one put it in full screen you're gonna love this okay they went to much cooler high school than i did that <laughs> it's was holy crazy moly. that they do that i'll put the link to these in the in the comments you just gotta watch if you're a comic fan man that just gave me like i i, I love this made me feel good i was like man kids these days are gonna be all right <laughs> as long as funny uh have you seen the 16 bit version i love those oh gosh uh, is it uh oh, what channel is that i can't remember the channel but i almost cried for that one because it was so good yeah it was done so well i haven't seen that i even seen like the thing afterwards that he did is like this is how i did it kind of deal uh it was a stop motion no it's like little 16 bit yeah suits, like i think he used a lot of the stuff from arcades and other com- and other stuff in the past like he used uh, captain america even he might have redone some of the the Art. work artwork because of you know Painting avengers and game versus like i think he took it from the uh, captain america arcade with the but avengers it has, it has like the word bubbles and stuff yeah but it feels like the game like the little gameplay like, pretty cool. played. he uses a lot of the same gameplay but if you watch it it's, it's funny because he's like yeah cap doesn't like do this in any of the games it's yeah. like some crazy stunt thing so he's like oh okay <laughs> so the Rooster Brothers do want, they said they were just, you know, basically wanted to have a break. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things they said that they wanted to do or had the possibility of doing was Fantastic Four. That, that would be, be dope. sick. Yeah. I trust them 100% with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Because they understand the characters. Yeah. Also, how like ensemble works. Yeah. Yeah. And we needed a good one. We don't have a good one yet. Uh, you it's, know, the, the, it's like a curse. The Fox yeah. ones weren't as much as people like to give them crap. They weren't absolutely horrible. The first two ones. Yeah, the first two ones. I mean, yeah, I guess you're not, not fan four stick. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> which the director came out. I don't know if he was drunk or what happened like the day before it's supposed to like hit the uh-huh. theaters and he's like basically like screw you Fox. Oh, you didn't let me do what I wanted to do. So <laughs> that's tanked so bad. Funny uh. before moving to LA we heard the stories about that and how like um, I think were we in LA by then I can't remember but I heard we heard the stories about that was like oh Fox didn't let him make the movie he wanted and that's why it was so awful. Yeah. Now that we've been in this town longer we've uh, friends with and talked to people that have like worked with him and other people in that team. Yeah. And they were like, he was, this is them. I don't know him, so this might just be hearsay. But they were saying he was so irresponsible on set that he was fired. Drink. Yeah. He didn't see him. wasn't fired. He was on the whole time. But, uh, he, well, I don't know. I guess that was was, was on paper or whatever. But I wasn't would, on set. That he was like, I let go because he was like screwing up the movie. And so, like, I don't know. I mean, this is from people who are like supposedly like on set, like working on it and stuff. And they were like, it was just doomed from the beginning because like he was irresponsible. The studio was like too micromanaging and stuff. It's like nobody was on board. That script was awful. <laughs> I mean, I saw, I didn't watch the movie, but I saw a lot of like what they did. And I was like, the trifecta of what made this movie not work for somebody who hasn't seen it is a it went dark, which is weird. Yeah. Fantastic Four. The best Fantastic Four movie is The Incredibles yeah. because it needs to be like that. So it was too dark. Also, Dr. Doom. I agree was too small, not even the stature, just as his presence. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he should have been like almost Thanos level. Yeah. Like powerful, you well, know, intelligence stuff. at least. That's what he kind of like. Yeah. Just like he, he wasn't ominous at all. He was mm. just another one of the kids and then yeah. he was immediately defeated. He was like worse than a third act CG monster. Yeah. And then the third thing was their reshoots were so painfully obvious, obvious. <laughs> because there's a scene where like she is in one room walking to the next and then in one room she's 
got blonde, blonde hair. Yeah. And in the next room, she's got clearly a blonde wig on. Mm. I usually don't even notice stuff like that. But you could see it's just like they put it on top of her head and told her to walk through the door. And then well, the other time, it just changes. Her hair color it changes. changes. Sometimes I think like facial hair changes and stuff. Like there, there was just no continuity and yeah. stuff. And it was like, normally I give it stuff a break because it's like it's a movie about a stretchy man and sure. an invisible person. But like, I was like, there's so much here. It's so distracting. Mm. Like, uh, it, so it was just that, those things. It was like, man, I didn't feel any stakes at mm. all, you know? Dr. Doom wasn't even like, he didn't have the metal mask. He was like, he had this like weird like... I don't know if they did it after the Ultimate Comics. It, it was mainly that they just tried to go dark. They didn't make Dr. Doom big enough. Dr. Dr. Doom shouldn't even be the first villain, really. Yeah. In like a new reboot or something, you know? Yeah, I guess in a new reboot, maybe not. But I mean, there's a lot of bad guys that you could use mm-hmm. and you could do. But I mean, I feel like Doom has always just been, you kind of have to attach him because he's kind of part of like. Well, he's directly tied to the yeah. team. I, I want him, his presence to be felt, but. Maybe so, not have him as the big bad at the end. Yeah, because so, so far nobody's been movie. able to make his presence that ominous. Yeah, yeah. And, that takes time. And it's the thing is like. Thanos was able to be made ominous by his like little shadows throughout yeah. the movies and stuff. And then uh, the second best one to me was Jessica Jones and the Purple Man. That like, was awesome. You just didn't see him for like, what, four or five episodes? Yeah, stuff? you but, felt his presence being yeah. there, but you didn't know, you couldn't see him for most of it. And then the first time you see him, it, he doesn't even say anything. You just see her, see him through the window in his eyes, and you mm-hmm. just feel the dread like oh. sink in. I didn't feel that with Dr. Doom, and I should have felt 20 times more of that for Dr. Doom, mm-hmm. you know? So the fact that he was just like another kid and he just happened to be part of the experiment and then they just blasted him into a beam in the sky and that was it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't as uh, luxurious as we might they want went, it to didn't be. Didn't they go to the negative zone? A version of no, the yeah, Well, yeah, okay. it was uh, yeah. not I mean, necessary. There's so many bad guys you can bring up. Fantastic Four is great. I love the Fantastic Four. And they're they're like a family. So and it, to be honest, it comes out of like 1950s comics. Yeah, so yeah. like it's got to have a little bit of that vibe. If yeah, it yeah. does not have that vibe, it does not work. You mm-hmm. can't make dark Fantastic Four. It I, don't work. I would be interested in seeing how they would make Mr. Fantastic like stretchy without being corny. Yeah. yeah. But I he's think corny. Some, he's, somebody can do it. Like the Russos will figure a way to, and I can't wait to see what the visual on that would be. That'd be so dope to you see. Know? I mean, yeah. nowadays it'll probably look a lot better because the textures will be a lot better. Like mm-hmm. back then it just looked like it was a gooey gummy guy. And yeah. like, well, but even just the idea of someone stretching and stuff, I yeah. think that's. That's a that's no pun intended stretch for even the MCU. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, that's why the I think the creator of Ms. Marvel, uh, Kamala, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. was up, like worried about like the TV show. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that, like that's a big, that's a hard thing for VFX departments yeah. to do. So he's like, it's kind of you know, they better do a good job. <laughs> kind but, of deal. So like for a movie, yeah. I would, I would not be worried about a movie if you, if you're not really necessarily worried about the show. I'm not worried about it. I'm just looking forward to seeing like how it's going to look. Because in my head, I only see like stretch, grab a cup of coffee. Mm. They're going to do something with it, but I'm just interested in seeing like what direction that takes. Yeah, you know? I agree. Rooster Brothers. I, I, I can see, see a lot of like new. humor come out of it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I also don't want to see another origin story. Yeah, but it's I, tough to do it without I, it. I trust them though because they they're like you know what we only got Spider Man for a couple of movies. So mm-hmm. Let's just get him in and out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be great is if they just like they're all at dinner and then they talk about it or something like that. They don't or, have to do that. Or it's even well, I mean, just like, like read. It was like mm, like ponders and it just does a, like a flashback of all the crap that happened. What they could do is exactly what the it. original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie did. They were like they jump straight into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You don't give a crap. They're giant <laughs> turtles. All yeah. right. They jump straight into this. Not a crap. And then, like, you get, like, a five-minute explanation later, and you're done. Like, nobody cares, because we all know the origin story, or at least some <laughs> variant of it. Yeah. I saw a while back a YouTube video or an essay or something about the best Batman origin story. Yeah. And I completely agree, actually. I mean, well, aside from the first couple we saw, because those are the first couple, mm. but then after, like, the 17th Batman movie, um, the best origin story of recent was the Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. Because he looks at a photo and he gets sad for a second and, and then he moves it. on. But you know exactly what happened. Exactly. It's like that told you everything you need to know. He didn't have a flashback or anything. Nope. I mean, there's there's a few flashbacks in the first Batman movie, but uh-huh. that's all you need. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. to be honest, to tell that story and then later, if you want to, in a third or so movie, a subsequent movies or whatever, you can tell a little bit more. Yeah. That's not a big deal. But it's just, it's one of those stories that everybody knows. It was the same thing with Spider-Man yeah. and the MCU. It's like, everybody knows that story. Yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> I would have liked if they would have brought in like something about Ben later, you know, to talk a little bit more because they didn't say 
anything. The only thing that you get about Ben that is he's on the suitcase, yeah, or briefcase. I, my, I don't know, but I have a feeling that if Spider-Man stayed in the MCU longer, there mm. would have been some allusion to it. Yeah. Because you can only have May in there so long without ever bringing up Ben. Yeah. It's true. So, also, because she's already like she's already like rebounded with happy, so there's got to be some <laughs> reference to that, you know. It's been a long time. Summer fling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that it, in the MCU, there's this tinge of like it's not as big of a deal as we think because Peter doesn't seem to carry the guilt that he did in the original origin stories, and that's an entirely non-Spider-Man thing to yeah. do. I mean, that that was one of the things where I was not happy about. Like, but, I don't mind him like trying to like put the guilt behind him mm-hmm. and like just jumping straight into that. But every once in a while being like, you know, well, this is the reason I do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, they might have. Cause I mean, like that. the second movie is totally like an opportunity for that. Like, well, I don't want to, you know, do this anymore. Like you're going to be like, I, there used to be a reason that I did this, but I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. And that would have been like a great, almost homage to like Spider-Man no yeah. more kind of like in the second movie. Like if you reference like, well, I did it twice or something or yeah. like mm-hmm. I lost somebody again or something like that. Exactly. That's all you would have had to say. Mm-hmm. And it could have been like a little bit like that, but they kind of pretty much ignored Ben completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually super happy when you saw that little, like the briefcase, the briefcase thing is like, like oh, he's, wow. the, he's there. <laughs> it's not going to be happy. They were like, happy dies because, oh, it was my uncle. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> that's not how this works. That's not right. Oh, I hate you now, Feige. No. Yeah. <laughs> Might be no. way too out of character. <laughs> Venom's my uncle. What are we yeah, done? Exactly. God. What's going on? Carnage God. is my uncle. <laughs> my grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> so bad. That's what a Fox Spider-Man movie would have been. <laughs> Oh right. um, They're like, how many characters do we have, and how can we make them all work in one scene together? They're all related. <laughs> They're all related. <laughs> Just make them all related. It's like we're gonna have fourteen Aunt Mays in different timelines, or same timeline, different people for some reason. <laughs> but they're still gonna be Zendaya, so we're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and Disney money, so we're good. So that's the thing is like with the stretching. Going back to that, if they're gonna have to like animate something, you know, in CG and stuff. Mm. At least they have like literally the biggest monopolistic company on animation on earth to do it. So like if they can't do it, no one will be able to. And they've come off an of Endgame or whatnot. They got like FU money. So yeah, <laughs> like, well, for to the whatever fact they like, want to do. Have you seen movies. the behind the scenes footage of the Endgame stuff? Yeah, like where like the characters are in like their normal outfits, like Cap and Captain yep. Marvel and stuff. And they're like, well, we didn't know what the armor would look like yet, so we just like put that on afterwards. I'm like, what the hell? I couldn't. I didn't know that. That looked real. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty weird. And like uh, touching up faces and things like that. I was like, what the what the, what what? <laughs> what the what the what? I need to I actually haven't bought it yet. I need to buy it on the Blu-ray. Yeah, I ha- I have it on Blu-ray. There's so many special features on there. It's so good. In Disney Paris, they're gonna have a Marvel hotel, which kind of blows my mind. Whoa. And it's you know what it's called? It's called Marvel New York or something. And you're like, why is it in New York? Oh, <laughs> because nobody in New York cares about it. Uh, it's like, probably. Have you been to Disneyland? Uh, uh, was it a California Adventure? No, never been to Disneyland. Been to Disney World when I was like 10. Okay, so at California Adventure is like the other park. There's like one park on one side and one park on the Disneyland mm-hmm. is kind of small, but like Disney World is ginormous. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, they made this new California Adventure. But like on the other side, they're like, they have some stuff that's Marvel. Like every once in a while, they'll have like a little show or whatever. You can take a picture with Spider-Man or, or something that's out in the streets, but there's nothing big yet. There's mm-hmm. supposedly supposed to be like a Marvel center there at some point in time or a Marvel like world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. It's going to be but, kind of like Galaxy's Edge, but with Marvel. Yeah, and mm. so like I don't, I don't know yet. But like I, I said, like why wouldn't why wouldn't you try doing this? You know, there, at least. Just it's just kind of annoyed me. Maybe I, they're like testing it there and maybe seeing. I don't know. I could totally see it though. It's funny that the the themed hotels are like the new promotion because like Taco Bell opened up like a bougie hotel in Palm Springs. <laughs> they did. I didn't it know sold that. out like in seconds. Wow. Yeah. And like every Instagrammer that's like. Uh, every huge Instagrammer is there. And YouTuber stuff. wants to go there to be like, yeah. look at this place. I'm I wouldn't tacos. be surprised if Taco Bell sent a few of them. Well, I know oh, that- no, they definitely sent a few of them, but like, I think you had, you had, but you could also book it, but it sold out like immediately because I, I think it's a temporary spot. Also, for those of you who don't live in LA, like pop up bars are like huge here. Mm-hmm. So, and some pop up bars that they do well enough stay forever. Yeah. So, like, there's a Tim Burton themed bar called Beetle House. It was a pop-up thing, and now it's like just a permanent fixture in Hollywood Boulevard. And there's Scum and Villainy, who's yeah, like, Scum and Villainy. It's definitely not a Star Wars bar. Exactly. <laughs> it's the cantina. But um, well, they made it Gar- games of Thro- Game of Thrones for a little while, and then they yeah, for like the back. month it was yeah. there. And then there's like, it's a general nerd bar, but yeah. it's when you walk in, is clearly the cantina. Mm-hmm. 
from Star Wars, and like they had like Saved by the Bell. And, oh, that place is there though. What's that? The Saved by the Bell. That's stuck it's still there. there. Yeah, it's not. That's been, not going anywhere. The Max. Saved by the Max. Oh wow. So now, so now we can actually go to it. Yeah. When it was when it was like first opened, I think it was booked out for like months. It was so crowded. Yeah. And I was like. You know what? I'm good. I don't need to see this. I was but, gonna take my my kids and my wife there for a while, but like it was just kind of funny. Like, eh, yeah. I guess we don't really have to go. It's not like a big thing yeah. that we need to do. But if it's there now for good, and there's yeah. an off day, I'm definitely gonna go. It's all. I mean, like I drove past it the other day, and it didn't seem very full. That's so. awesome. We went to a pop up bar for Happy Time Murder. Some people saw on our second channel the vlog about that, mm-hmm. and that was like awesome. That was uh, really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a brothel for Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A brothel weird. for Muppets is basically was. I think I even got molested by a Muppet while I was there. I made out with a Muppet, and then after I was not drunk, I realized how many people have kissed that felt <laughs> lips. I was I was also told later that both of the female Muppets were run by a guy. Yeah, as a friend of ours friend. And, and he's the one who's making out with, us with the Muppet. Yeah, right. <laughs> am I a Muppet lover? <laughs> am I a man? I mean, that night, I, I probably would have been down. <laughs> there's, there's photos. Like <laughs> it was, it was pretty uh, debaucherous. Can't erase that anymore. No, it's, it's out there forever. I could never run. This is my insurance that I'll stay a musician forever because I'll never be able to be a politician with those photos out there. <laughs> He's like, this is when Rod made out with a Muppet. <laughs> oh, oh man, jeez. But uh, yeah, anyway, so pop up bars are fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the last thing we're going to hit is Jamie Alexander, who was Lady Sif in uh, the first two Thor movies. Uh, and also she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a couple of shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what like carried that first season was mm-hmm. her and Nick and uh, Nick Fury, Sam Jackson being in the TV. like, wow, movie stars are in the TV show now. Yeah. So it makes things cross over. You actually feel like it's part of it. So, so you can't really deny that they're not Xena? in the same universe. She looks like Xena right there. A little bit just because that's all the people in that universe. Princess like were. That, that yeah. dates me right there. Oh, I used to love that show. And then my wife, I was like, oh, you never seen it? She's like, no. And I showed it to her and she's like, I know why you liked that show. Uh, Dang, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the yodeling. She was actually in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too for like a couple episodes. Oh, that's right. I forget about that. Forgot about that. What's her name? Um, Lara Croft. No, some of an L though. I can't remember her name. She she even had a jazz album. It wasn't too bad. (laughs) She has that like sultry like voice. Nice. But she's going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, uh, the Jamie and Alexander. Yes, uh, I was talking about. Uh, oh, Zena. Zena, the warrior princess lady. Um, but Jamie Alexander, she wants to return in Thor: Love and Thunder, which I think because they even said that they were talking about uh, having Beta Ray Bill be uh, in very it, cool. and it would give an excellent uh, reason for her not being there when uh, when uh, Asgard was gone, was uh. destroyed. If she had her fling with Beta Ray Bell at the time. That would make sense. Because at some point in time, she's kind of like, that's that's a romance that's she out there. She does that. So, with, you know, she gets with the with, horse man. With that horse dude. <laughs> it's, free, it's free love in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to see her back in it. Um, I'd also love if WandaVision just reset everything, but... Um, <laughs> That still is a possibility. She'd be like, mutants no more. And I'm like, MCU no more. Right. And She's everything like, just starts now over. it's this universe. Yes. <laughs> she just changes universes. Exactly. And then we could just recast Spider-Man and start over again. And we'll get, and we'll <laughs> get closure at least on one of the warriors. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, I hope this happens. I hope that she's in it. It would be... That'd be cool. I, I guess Taika's, uh, he's going to be in this, directing obviously, again. and directing again. And I hope that... And Natalie Portman's going to be in it. I, I th- like I said in a podcast previously, that I read uh, the, at least the first long run of the Jane Foster's Thor mm-hmm. um, and was realized completely why everybody hated it in the comics world. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just an awful comic book. And you're like, do you even know who Thor is? Do you even know what's going on? Like half this book. So like, I'm actually excited that this might actually make things better. Good. <laughs> like, cool. Also, I love Natalie Portman, man. Yeah. I've had a crush on her ever since uh, mm-hmm. episode one. Well, like she's, she's still in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So like, I feel like this would give her. She's going to stick around for a while, apparently now. Oh, and cool. so, like this, this would at least give her reason to to. You know. I love her in Pirates of the Caribbean. What? I just playing. <laughs> Kira Knightley, who's Kira Knightley. They also <laughs> Amidala. Yeah. Oh yeah. Were they both Amidala? Yeah, Kira Knightley was her double. Remember? I don't remember that. Oh, you don't? Oh, so that was the big reveal. Was that like Amidala was actually Kira Knightley, mm. and uh, or yeah, and then what was her real name? I don't know. Oh, but Natalie Portman was like 
one of the servants. Oh yeah, I, me- I remember that happening. I didn't know that the actress was Keira Knightley. Was Keira Knightley. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like brunette lady number four. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I also like her as well. I'm excited that there's going to be another Thor movie. Me too. Yeah. That the MCU kind of like I, I feel like this kind of dread coming over me that the MCU is going to kind of die off in the future, and I just hope that that doesn't happen. Well, they had a hell of a run if it is the it's end true. of it. Very true, and that's something that we can take with us forever. <laughs> I have faith in them now, though, because like they they ran that whole Infinity Saga thing to me without a misstep, and like, all right, you can just do it. I'm down. I am excited about the Rocky movie that's coming out. You know what sold me on that was the trailer had Old Town Road in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the movie knows itself. I saw, <laughs> speaking wow. of knowing itself for that exact movie, I saw an ad for it. And the, the, the like flash ad that was on my phone literally said, like, it was like, had a picture of him with a bow and arrow and had like, like different flashes back and forth between these words. And the words said, get flash off flash his flash lawn. <laughs> oh, I remember like, you posting about that. Oh my gosh. What on so earth? Funny. It's like, I'm an old man. Get off my lawn. I love it. I want to be, I want to be like the, uh, the, Opposite of the, the crotchety old white guy on the lawn. Like, there's gonna be the old like Korean looking guy. I mean, like, get off my lawn. <laughs> if I have a lawn by that point. Seriously, not knows. in Los Angeles, you won't. No, yeah, like, here. Get off my five feet of concrete. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, we've stayed too long. <laughs> yeah. Me and Vince are in a band called RKBC. We have our music on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And then Josh mm-hmm. has YouTube channel, Bands Life, and also something starting up soon. I'll let you know later when it's actually running. <laughs> We're just keeping him accountable every week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Just keep, just, just keep, everybody in comments keep hounding him about it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week on Yellow Spandex.